Coach Kyle Whittingham joining us now from Pac-12 Media Day. Hi, Coach. How you guys doing? We're good. Looks We're like good. you're having a lot of fun over here. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's good times. This, so this day is fun for us regardless because we get to geek out and talk to all the sure. know, different important yeah. people. But doesn't it feel amazing that we're back here uh, that it, we got some normalcy on the horizon coach we're talking about a 12 game season it just feels good it does it's refreshing to be back uh, to some sense of normalcy and i'm so sick of zoom i could oh. i could vomit oh. and so uh i'm just hoping this is a sign of things to come for the season a freaking men no doubt yes. about that we're all excited i believe your team has an opportunity to be in the thick of things we'll see how it plays out that's probably uh I think it's a fair assessment. You can be really good. you got to go get the job done. I don't think you would have disagreed with that. Uh, off the bat, first off, I want to talk about the quarterback deal. Uh, obviously, you got a, you got a competition. There's a reason why Cam Rising won that job last season, and I had heard we weren't allowed to go, but I got people who tell me stuff, <laughs> and, you know, his incredible accuracy and all that type of stuff, and obviously it, that's what you guys saw, and you made that decision, and then, unfortunately, he got hurt. But I'm thinking I hear that his health is back. And so uh, Charlie Brewer's got a lot of run, but Rising's right there, too. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you got to remember that uh, as good a spring as Charlie had this year, Cam had that good a spring last year in, in 2020, and as well a fall camp. You know, he put together an outstanding fall camp, ended up winning the job, like you talked about, got hurt early in that uh, first game, the USC game. Yeah. Significant injury. I mean, that wasn't just a, a you know, a. Uh, an everyday type of injury that was something that was significant not sure that he was going to recover for that or recover from that so we went to the portal got charlie uh, cam has since recovered he's 100 percent medically probably not 100 percent arm strength wise he's probably 95 percent ish somewhere in there but should be 100 percent by the onset of fall camp and uh and charlie came in and made the most of his opportunity in this past spring was you know nearly flawless in the in the uh in spring ball and, and was was uh, very good in the spring game and so uh, it's going to be those two guys splitting reps until we see separation. And uh, then the subtitle of that or the subplot to that is for the number three spot. we got the Jaquindon Jackson and Peter Costelli battling for, for number three and four. And so two good competitions going on, but obviously the primary one is, is for that starting job. So hard to ask about the running back position because Ty Jordan was so amazing. And it's, right. just, it's just such a terrible story. It's, it's yep. just hard to ask about it. But he was so good last year and so productive. You know, it is a story on the field. So we talk about the running back room and uh, how you uh, hope to replace some of that production. Yeah, well, first of all, Ty was special. I mean, we've talked uh, a lot about that. And I watched, his, I watched his highlights just the other day, and it's just incredible what uh, what he could do. And and as a person and, and just as a, a personality on the football team. So that was, you know, we're, we're just uh, still uh, just – brokenhearted and and yeah your guts ripped out by by what happened but but as far as the room coming up this year uh we've really got uh three or four guys that are in the mix makai bernard is uh the guy you talk about first he's been in the program going on three years now uh he is a tremendous talent about 511 200 pounds uh exceptional speed great hands uh, we added tj pledger from oklahoma uh, a terrific young or a terrific uh, running back that's a lot like uh, if you remember john white yeah. from uh five six seven I, maybe longer than that eight ten years ago uh, a seahawk from la harbor there you go there you go <laughs> la harbor seahawk and so that's uh, tj and then uh, chris curry big back that's uh, got some physicality to him from lsu he, he's about 510 215 pounds uh, added, uh, you know, a, a, just a, a couple of those those two transfers that really rounded out that room, and 
and uh, we, we did lose some running backs in the transfer portal, but but we think our net result, uh, when it all is said and done, is we came out pretty good. Go big picture, the state of the program. You seemed like obviously you won the conference or the division a couple of times. Uh, this year you're picked second. Mm-hmm. Seems like you get enormous respect from everybody out there. It, does that really where the way you get that respect from just so many people? Uh, commensurate to where you think the program is and deserves to be respected? Well, I think we've certainly earned a lot more respect than when we entered the league. It seemed like uh, for the first three or four years, we were always picked last or second to last. And so I think we've come a long way since uh, 2010 or 11, whenever it was that we joined. Yeah. But uh, we don't really pay a lot of attention to the to the preseason uh, polls and predictions and that type of thing. But but uh, it is it is. A positive to be uh, mentioned up there towards the top. That means your brand is is growing, and that people are taking notice of, of what you're doing. Yeah, the reason why I bring that up, though, Kyle, is not necessarily to 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 tout some dumb preseason expectation, but it's more so in that you get a transfer from Baylor, you get transfers from Oklahoma, you get transfers from LSU. You know, those are big name programs, sure. and they want to come to the Utes. Yeah, exactly, and that's it's all part of it, and and building your brand. We're constantly that's a that's a a, uh, a job that's never finished. You're always trying to to uh, build your program and, and get your name out there. And we, we, it's like night and day. The doors that we're able to get in and the type of players we're able to attract now, as pre-Pac-12 days. Before the Pac-12, it was tough. We couldn't even have gotten the doorway of, of uh, many of the players that we got on our team. So I want to know, did you hypnotize Devin Lloyd to bring him back? Or are you just very persuasive, Coach? You know what? I left that all up to Devin. That was a tough decision for Devin. And, in fact, uh, every single player on our roster that was draft eligible decided to return. Had had the guys wanted to come out, we probably would have had six, seven, eight draft choices. But uh, they all decided to return. And uh, it tells me I think they've got some unfinished business in their mind. That's that's the mentality, and they want to come back and and uh, finish this thing the right way. And it was just kind of a bad taste in everybody's mouth after last season, you know, just how, how things went down. One of the things I've noticed about you, you're not a big hype guy. And when you say player XYZ is going to be pretty good, it's normally it turns out that way. I can remember years ago, like first day of practice off the side, I said, hey, what about this one kid? He's on your two deep. He's a freshman. His name was Eric Rowe. Yeah. And you looked at me, oh, yeah, he's going to be a player. And he's still in the NFL, <laughs> right? And this time last year, you were pumping up Nate Ritchie big time. Yeah. So I assume when Nate Ritchie, I don't know where he's serving, but I know he's somewhere. Wherever he comes back, he's probably going to play and go off to the NFL. But my thought for you is he's gone now. So who in that defensive backfield is going to replace him to be a, an integral part in what you're trying to do defensively? Well, good question. And if you look at our roster and, and, and choose one spot that may not be as deep as you'd like, it'd be at the safety spot. And that's due to losing Nate Ritchie, as you mentioned, to the mission and losing R.J. Hubert uh, in the spring game to a significant knee injury, which will probably keep him out of the entire season. So we're going to have to have some guys step up. Uh, Vontae Davis played a lot of good football for us last year. He's a proven commodity. But the name you want to remember this year, Cole Bishop. Cole he's Bishop. a guy. Yeah, he's a guy, a kid from Georgia. Uh early entry guy came in january had a terrific spring and uh between him and kamoe latu we, you know one of those two guys has to step up and, and fill that void that uh, rj hubert created when he got injured of course utah usc is always a uh, a game that gets circled you know division rivals of course and uh, here it's it's here in los angeles mm-hmm. and someplace you haven't won in a long long time if, <laughs> yeah. if ever 
Uh, why, why is it such a difficult place to play? Is it simply that they're always good, or is it something else? <laughs> Probably both. You know, they're, they're always a good football team. They've got uh, tremendous talent. The roster is just riddled with five- and four-star players, and uh, Coliseum is a tough place to play. It's not necessarily the loudest, but it's so steeped in tradition, and, and uh, you know, the marching band and all they got going on down there makes it a difficult environment. And, and uh, we've been close down there, but we haven't got it done, and, and uh, at some point we got to uh, break down that wall, and uh, we'll see. Maybe it'll be this year. We'll see. Half a yard away a few years there ago. You yeah, yep, there you go. Uh, one of your guys a few years back said, don't read a whole lot in the spring ball. It's not the best competition. So I remembered saying that. Well, the reason why I bring this up is I see this Vele kid, and you lost a couple of receivers to the transfer, and he looked outstanding. But I have a guy telling me, ah, be hesitant on spring ball. How legitimate is this kid? We love him, and we think he's going to be a terrific player. He's got size. He's six foot four, maybe a little better, six four and a quarter, uh, about 205 pounds. Runs uh, great routes. He's a four, sub 4-5 four, guy, so he's got everything you look for in a receiver. He just hasn't been able to put it together. He's, he's had some injuries that have, that have slowed him down, but if he can stay healthy and continue on the trajectory that he's on, it's going to be a good football player for us. Britton Covey was telling us he's doing 360 between the leg dunks and stuff. Like, Britton is? Yeah. No, 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 Vele. is. He's a tremendous athlete, tremendous basketball player. And uh, we added a couple of really nice receivers, too, from the portal. Uh, Mc- Howard. Uh, yeah, exactly. Theo Howard and, and uh, Maneer McLean, who's a, a tremendous player from USC. And so uh, they weren't there at spring ball, but you, you'll see him this fall. I promise you that. Last thing for me, Coach, are you excited about the renovated stadium, the new locker room? Can't wait. That Can't wait. Pretty That's cool. an, after playing in front of nobody last year to being able to play in, in you know with a fan with a packed house and that South Edition, uh, it's going to be incredible. And our players are really looking forward to that. Do you have any guys that are going to be question marks as far as being an arriving when we get to training camp in August? No. Sometimes you mention guys so academically or eligibility whatever wise. Whatever might be. Whatever. We should all be intact. Uh, a few guys' injuries may be lingering the way they won't be able to start right when fall camp starts, okay. but we should pick them up you know, soon soon thereafter. Coach, you're the best. Thank you so hey, much. As always, good thank luck. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, you guys. Yeah. There you go. Anytime, Utah. as they say. <laughs> Utah head coach Kyle Whittingham. Anytime. Kind of to sit down with us here at Pac-12 Media Day.